Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to Limbourg cruising. Right, so we have uh, special guests with us today, and I'm going to let them go around and introduce themselves. But what I want to talk about is really want to focus on what it's like to sail as a family. Um, so you want to just introduce yourselves real quick? Yes. Hi, I'm uh, Sarah. I'm Anwar. I'm Omar. I'm Tomato. And we are a family of five, actually. We have our eldest son, Hani, who left for university this um, a, a month ago. Uh, we live on our catamaran uh, called Baiti. And Baiti in uh, Lebanese means my house. Uh, therefore, we're from Lebanon. And um, uh, you know our background, we lived all our lives in Dubai. And we decided two years ago to embark on an adventure. And we got this boat from the west of France. And we sailed it all the way to uh, Turkey. And that's where we are today. Yeah, and it's been great meeting you. I, uh, you reached out to me for, through the podcast. I guess you heard the podcast, and we actually got to meet up, which is really awesome. That's kind of one of the reasons why we do it, is we get to meet cool people and, and hear their stories. Yes, it is. And it was a very nice podcast. Kept me company during the COVID days. Uh, it was very entertaining, and uh, thank you for that. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So maybe just share a little bit about like why you decided to go sailing as a family and like what that making that decision was like. Well, we were looking for a while to do something different, um, to get out of the sort of corporate life and the routines that we were going through back home in, in Dubai. And uh, we both like the water, and we learned to sail together as a family, actually, during summer vacations when we used to go to Egypt. So you would um, charter already? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we had a friend who had a, a charter company, where he so we charter a sailboat from him. And that's how we started to sail. We, we really enjoyed it. And then we decided to take it more seriously and, and take our RYI, uh, RYA sorry, courses. Uh, so myself, my husband, and my eldest son, we took that course. And it went from there, actually. And then uh, we shared what we wanted to do with the kids. So we, we were also watching a lot of YouTube videos of other um, sailing families and sailing couples. And we just got inspired by those. And um, we prepared to, uh, to do it ourselves. Yeah. So when did you reveal your plan to the kids? Like. You know, how did that go? They're giggling over here, so. <laughs> I think it was around uh, July 2018. That's when we decided to uh, buy the boat. And we went to the boat show in Cannes in September 2018. And were and they with where, you? No, they were not with us. Okay. We just went for a short uh, break. And uh, we decided to buy the boat then. Yeah, cool. So what did you think when your parents kind of came to you with this? First of all, explain how old you are. I'm 10, uh, 11 years old, and it was nice because exciting and <laughs> don't put something words in new. His mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like to be in school, so exactly. And also here, homeschooling is fun. It's fun here on the boat. Tamara, um, you can hold the mic. Yeah, I'm 15, and. It was interesting because they told us after they bought the boat. That oh, we they have did. A boat. <laughs> so um, they said we have a boat now. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's an experience that you'll remember. Yeah. I definitely prefer going to school and seeing people, but it's something I'd remember when I'm older. Yeah. So that part's hard being away from yeah. your friends. Do you keep Do you keep in touch though? Yeah. 
yeah. The Wi-Fi is pretty easy to yeah. get access to. And have you been able to meet other kids your age? Me, some, nah, not really, but it's fine. I'm fine here. It's more, it's fun on the boat. Okay, cool. So what has the homeschooling experience been like? I mean, a lot of people are in the same boat as you because of COVID. Um, but what do you uh, Yeah, it was a new experience for us because we hadn't gone through it before. Um, I don't mind the teaching. I, I like that. And um, we're following a curriculum where the program is set for us. We just have to follow it, but it's flexible. So we, we, I can put my own schedules with the kids and they can decide on which days they want to work and for how many hours. So I love that flexibility. So if they don't want to work in the morning, if we have some activity happening in the morning, then they can do that and study in the afternoon. So that's great. Um, but there are challenges because there's no uh, physical teacher teaching them. There's no students that they can share um, lessons with. So that's a bit difficult, especially for my daughter because she's uh, you know, in year 11, so she's getting closer to, to completing high school. So she finds it a bit challenging. Um, my younger son, Omar, is um, loving homeschooling. He loves the flexibility and he has a lot more spare time. I mean, he can, he can tell us also a little bit about that. He has more time to um, play sports or go in for a swim or do anything that he wants to do. In, at school, he had a lot more uh, pressure academically to uh, submit papers and there was more deadlines and there was more um, things that he had to commit to, a lot more than the homeschooling. So he finds that um, easier to, to handle now with the homeschooling. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting dynamic because on one hand, you know, they say kids like structure, like my kids needed the structure to kind of pay attention. But the homeschooling that you're doing or the boat schooling you're doing is offers like a lot of flexibility. So how has that been like balancing both the structure and the flexibility? Um, so I try to introduce structure so that there's certain timings where they're studying. So we say like we'll start at nine and finish at one, but it doesn't happen every day. But at least that structure is there and I have a timetable and we know what classes we're doing at what time. Mm -hmm. But then if we choose to change that, then it's okay. It, it's not a rigid stru structure. Right. But I do try and have some kind of structure because it's easier for them to know, you know that there's five days a week that we're going to study and these are the timings, so that helps. But then the flexibility is great. And even a switching. So if, if Alma wakes up, doesn't feel like doing math first thing in the morning, then I say, okay, what do you feel like doing? Do you feel like doing science? So we can switch the subjects even around. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, I love that part. Yeah, we were talking about it this morning. Um, we were talking about how in the U.S. you go from class to class, and then in between the classes you're in the hallways, you're talking to your friends. Then you have to settle down. Then the teacher comes in and teaches the class. So there's a lot of inefficiency to, like, in the regular classroom. Um, what, do you, what do you think of that? I think it's, I don't know, it's like... He, he goes around and he can like skateboard in between right uh, sessions. so he still kind of blows off some steam in between yeah. yeah so it's like it's not always you study from this time to this time like sometimes if we're moving I we wait until maybe we leave very early at six and we arrive at 11 I'd start at 11 I wouldn't like study while we're moving and it like it helps you when you're on the boat mm -hmm. so you can you have more time to do things. Mm -hmm. And you like being able to do the hiking and the yeah. walking and the jumping and everything else. <laughs> yeah, so You're like, like a, a, a parkour star here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about your little business you got going on. Oh, uh, yeah. I have um, a baby business where I sell bracelets with paracords. And I... 
have my cousin, who is my partner also, and my dad's friend, who's my agent. <laughs> and, yeah. So it's a little way to kind of make money. Exactly. And, and learn the importance of saving money. Yeah. What are you saving up for? I'm saving up for an underwater scooter. Very good. Awesome. Cool. So, um, you know, as a teenager in the U.S., um, you, you know, it's hard for teenagers, I think, go through a specific, um, like, a social situations that I think are unique when you're a teenager. So what is your feeling about being on the boat and, and maybe missing out on some of that stuff? Um, I definitely do miss out on a lot, but it's, like, it's enjoyable some parts. I definitely prefer school mm -hmm. in Dubai because I like the fact that there are teachers and students and I like the routine. Mm -hmm. Like I don't mind it. Um, but here I feel like it's a bit more pressure because I switched systems. Mm -hmm. And, it's and my systems, first what do you mean? From uh, from American to British system. Okay. And I switched at a, like a high grade so it suddenly became really serious and I still on a pretty low level. Okay. And it's a bit challenging because I don't have teachers, mm -hmm. but I think I'm getting there. Yeah. And so what's it, the dynamic like when you're teaching them? Because you have to learn the subjects. Yeah. I mean, maybe his aren't as hard as hers are. Yeah, I think, well, Tamara's very independent. She's, she does her own work. I, I don't get involved unless she wants my help. Um, and she does, I help her with the planning, so we plan ahead of what she needs to finish by when. She never but, wants your help, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she, she'd rather do it alone, and that's fine. That's her way of studying. Uh, and she has her teachers in case she wants to ask them anything. They're always available. They're really, really helpful. Uh, for Omar, no. So we, we teachers online? Online, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's not just you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. She yeah. has online teachers that she can reach okay. out to anytime she wants. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for Omar, I spend more time with him. So we sit from about 9 to maybe 12. I'll sit with him, and then he'll do anything else after that alone. Uh, but he's also getting to become a lot more independent, so he can start. If I'm busy with something, he'll start his work. He knows what he needs to do because the schedule is there. He knows what pages he needs to go through and, and what online videos he needs to check. And his material is easy for me, so if I need to uh, help him, I'll just read up on it right. the same day or day before, okay. and I'll be fine. Tamara's uh, material is a little more difficult. <laughs> I would need to really delve into the content to be able to help her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you guys do school year-round, or...? Like, do you take the summer off, like normal class, or? Um, so we have summer off and winter. They don't give us the holidays. You have summer and winter off? Yeah. But oh, winter break. Yeah, winter oh, break. Oh, okay. Yeah, the break. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two weeks off. So my mom tries to, like, put us more work before the break. So we have the same break as our old school. Oh, so okay. I'm able to go out when I'm in Dubai. Okay, cool. So what countries have you visited so far that you've really liked? Uh, we visited Italy, Spain, Greece, Tur France, and Turkey. And actually my favorite one out of all was Positano in Italy. It was very nice and yeah. Why did you like that best? Because it's like a very nice place to walk in, many stairs actually. And <laughs> it's very, like at night there's so many lights and all the, the houses are very colorful. 
in different colors, red, green, yellow. Mm. So it was nice. Do you feel like being in in these other places and you're kind of learning about the other cultures and and the history? Is that helpful or? Yeah, sometimes. I can remind him. <laughs> so, like we uh, we went to Rome. Obviously, we saw yeah. the Colosseum and uh, you know the other landmarks, and we watched movies about them before we went there. Uh, same with Greece, uh, you know, going to Athens and we saw the old um, um, Acropolis and uh, Parthenon and whatever. And we used to watch movies before going there, you know, Gladiator and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that for them to see how people used to live back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Tamara? What do you think? What do you think? Um, it's definitely interesting. I don't remember everything. Yeah, neither do I. Don't worry. (laughs) It's because it's a lot of information. It's a lot to take in all at once. And we're moving a lot, so Mm -hmm. I don't remember the small places we were in. Mm -hmm. But I can definitely tell between the countries. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think it gives you a better just overall cultural perspective on different types of cultures and different types of people? Yeah, you definitely learn about the culture and how everyone's different. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that, like the people that live, they give a very like they give a reputation to the country. Mm-hmm. So depending on the people you meet, you judge the country by them. Yeah, which I feel like is not very right, but yeah. But I'm, I don't know about you, but so far the people we've met have been amazing in all these different yeah. places. I don't know. So, what is the scariest experience you guys have had? Um, I think it was when. There were two times. Once when we were in, actually three times, when we were in, uh, one of the places was in a marina where there was a hurricane and... Ivalik. and there was a very, very strong wind and actually a few boats sank. Oh, really? And that was one of the places. And the other one was in when we had the medicane. In Paxos. In Paxos. And what was that like? It was scary because we were actually on anchor um, in a bay. But, yeah, it was a bit scary because there was very strong wind also. So what was going through your head when you were in the boat in the Medicaid? I couldn't sleep. What? (laughs) (laughs) You slept the whole time? I couldn't sleep because we were, like, tied to the marina. Uh-huh. And then the wind would be blowing, and then the ropes pull us. Oh, so it yeah. it blows and then pulls. It jerks things. it back, yeah. So I couldn't sleep. Well. Yeah. But the anchor stays then it was good. So you were anchored in the marina? Is that? Yeah, it was actually yeah, it a bay. Like a pier. Like a bay. Like a pier, in, yeah. in Greece, they have the town keys. And oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And the med mooring, yeah. Yeah. So, and then after we lifted the anchor, it was still safe, so then... Um, my dad loved the anchor and he started trusting it so much so he started anchoring and anchoring and anchoring <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so how much sailing experience did you guys have as a family before you kind of embarked on this uh, almost null probably um, I'd say we, we sailed around five or actually around ten days in Egypt day mm-hmm. trips mm-hmm. we spent one night on the boat in Egypt and then we just took our RYA courses. But we've always had boats, motor boats. Mm-hmm. We never had sailboats before. Mm-hmm. So we have boating experience, but not sail sailing experience. Mm-hmm. And I believe that sailing is something that you build up 
and you get to learn yourself. It could take lifetimes, though, Exactly. Right? Yeah. I've met people who are pretty old, and till now they're still learning how to sail. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, every boat is completely different than the other. Mm -hmm. So whatever we learned on a monohull doesn't apply to our catamaran. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, how have you seen, your oldest son isn't here to kind of speak for him. Oh, you, you want to speak for him? Go ahead. What do you think he would say his experience so, has been? Hanim, he almost does, like, everything. He's always doing something. He's busy so, or he's he's no, a big he's, help? No, he's a big help. Yeah. He always does the tie back ropes. He always does the dinghy. And he always helps with everything. So since he was gone, it's also kind of an opportunity for me to help. But it was still we still miss him, and he was a lot of help. And he would probably say it was very fun. And he'd probably say... So he took a gap year, <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. So Hani took a gap year last year. He finished high school in uh, 2020, and um, uh, he just started university now. So he, he had a full year off. Okay, so he graduated in COVID, yes. so he was home anyway. He was home. Okay. Uh, so, you know, to mention COVID, yeah. COVID gave us also the opportunity to learn about homeschooling because mm -hmm. we were in the middle of the school year when they closed down all the schools and they turned it into a uh, homeschooling, uh, online schooling um, uh, system and so we had around in, in Dubai in Dubai so that was the Dubai system yeah so we had okay. it's an American system okay, so we had around four or five months of practice of homeschooling which we've never done before and then when we moved on to the boat it was, it was sort easy. of it was yeah. much easier than you know jumping into the deep end from day one right yeah what's it like to live in such a small space together we consider it quite a big place, uh, actually. It's, I mean, it's a God, huge uh, boat. It's a catamaran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do, but the kids don't agree. <laughs> no. we, I find it very, very comfortable. Um, I think in winter it's a little more challenging because it's cold outside and we have to stay inside. And the yeah. inside is obviously for five people. And the kids are old, I mean, we're, and we're all tall. <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot of bodies in the house indoors. But otherwise, I think in summer, there's a lot of space to move around. We, you know, we can sit in the back, we can sit in the front. We have a huge backyard. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And a big swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you have to compromise. I mean, I, I mean, it gives us the opportunity to see so many beautiful places. Mm -hmm. But there are spaces that, like, the kitchen I find tight. Um, the bathrooms are, you know, are also tight. But I would do that. I mean, I would take that anytime to be able to see all these lovely places. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. You were shaking your head over here about the space. What do you think? Um, it's definitely a change. Um, I can't enjoy my showers anymore because uh. it's pretty small. And they're quick, right? You can't yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to turn it off and put shampoo and then turn it back on, which I never used to do. Uh huh. But is that, uh, is that your bad? biggest complaint, though? That's it's, pretty good. It's bad, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's definitely like a lot less space than the space we used to have. Like we used to sit in different rooms because it was so big. Yeah. But now we're all stuck in one. Well, you're you have set your separate space though, right? Or yeah. In the room we all have our own, but the room is just the bed. Right. So you don't have much space. Right. It's either the bed or nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I asked before if you had met many sailing families or other kids. I mean, you you said no. Has that been an no, issue no. or? Like, what do you think? No, me, I, I'm fine. Like, I. You don't need friends. I 
fun on the boat, but we met a few a few people. My dad's friend is a doctor, and he has two kids. And yeah, but the thing is, when I see kids, they're always like younger than me or oh, older than me. Younger, older. But it's fine. I'm yeah. fine with it. And they're with them for a short period of yeah, time. Yeah, that's that's. So hard. usually, you know, like a week. Uh, but we had we had a lot of visitors during the summer. The family came, the cousins, cousins came. Oh yeah, okay. You don't like the cousins? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that that is a challenge for the kids finding uh, another family that has kids with, within a similar age group and then staying with them for a long time is a challenge. So usually we'll meet people for a day or two and then they're moving in one direction, we're moving in another direction. Yeah. So it's it's nice to meet new people. I think it's a great experience for the kids, mm -hmm. but then it's very short lived though for them. Yeah. And then what about like sports and I mean obviously in the summer everybody's swimming and I mean there's plenty of things to do you know in the US like giving up your sports team or you know these would be things that I think people would be sensitive about potentially um, how, what do you do for like fitness and that sort of thing for fitness, I mean, in summer, like you said, there's a lot of water activities. So uh, we wakeboard, we swim, we snorkel. Uh, we also work out on the boat. So I have an app. Um Myself and Omar, we like to follow the app, and we have our own equipment. I've got weights on board. I've oh, got you do the workouts too? That's yeah. cool. Awesome. Um, I've got my, my mat, so I can work out on the boat easily. Uh, outside, sometimes I work out inside if it was too cold in winter, but uh, I, I get I get the workout done. Yeah. But it is um, obviously a little more challenging than uh, you have to be committed to it. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. And I then if we're anywhere close to land, if there's a basketball hoop or there's a football field, then Omar will take his ball and go play there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And you like cro CrossFit, right? Yeah. Are you able to do that? Yeah. Um, not really. I just wait to go to ba to Dubai and I work out then. Because I feel like the space is very confined here. Uh -huh. And I feel very watched if I just do it on the boat. Oh, really? So You're self-conscious? I know. Yeah. Sometimes I do yoga on the bow, and I'm like, is anybody looking at me? And then yeah. I realize I'm not that important. Like, no one's really <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, but still, it's but a I, bit uncomfortable, though. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So what do you think you guys are going to take away from this whole experience once it's over? I mean, I, I don't know how long you intend to sail, but... No, I actually, I like it on the boat, and I don't really want to leave. I, because when we're going to Dubai, we're going to stay for a long time, and it's more fun on the boat, because I just realized a few days ago that, like, what do you do in a house when you're bored? Because here, every, every few minutes, somebody asks you to do something. Like, go fix the ropes, go tie the dinghy, go do this, go swim. But so you're busy instead of probably being on a computer game or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So you're always Netflix. like doing something. Yeah. I like that part too. So you, you learn new things. You learn how to drive the dinghy. You learn how to open the sail, the jib, something like that. So you learn new things. And yeah, it's fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you think you would maybe be, want your own boat someday? Yeah, you know, I actually have a dream boat, these baby wooden boats, the ones that are like, I don't know, the very like the tiny pingas, boats. Like the fisher boats? The fishing boats? No, the a sailboat, oh, okay. but a very tiny one. Like, oh. exactly, something like a hobby cat. A hobby cat? You can't really yeah. live on that, though. I can. I'll make some space. <laughs> You'll need a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So what are your plans from here? So you asked the question like how long we've been we yeah. are gonna keep doing this mm -hmm. we we tell everybody that we um, we're carrying on until 
we stop having fun. Mm-hmm. As long as we're having fun, we're uh, we're happy with it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's no like set plan. You know, I'm gonna do this for three or four years. Mm-hmm. But we do plan. Okay, so for the next uh, probably three years, we're gonna stay in the med, mm-hmm. uh, build up experience, and the med is, is really beautiful because everything is within short reach. Right. Uh, you can go from uh, place to place uh, within three to four hours. Uh, unlike w- once we cross to the Caribbean, um, then you have to jump between islands and some of them could take a couple of days of sailing to get from point A to point B. So, you know, we're trying to enjoy the med as much as we can before moving on. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of variety, you know, in yes. the med for sure, without a lot of long passages, which is nice. Absolutely. Even in Turkey, just Turkey alone, you can you can just go 20 miles, okay, and see completely different, different uh, flora and fauna uh, kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. the, the topology is completely different from one, one area to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the last question is, what advice would you give... Um, other families with kids your age who who want to do this or potentially want to do this like what would you, what would your advice be the advice I, I tell everybody go follow your dreams if you really want to do this and you can afford it go for it don't uh, say okay let me uh, you know make some more money and you know for the next three or four years if you can afford it today on a small boat do it today because yeah. this is I mean you know, don't let life pass you, okay? Try to uh, enjoy it as much as you can, when you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Don't you? Don't um, I think uh, with kids, uh, maybe share what you want to do, your plans with the kids. Let them be on board, get them excited. I think when kids are younger, it's a lot easier. They'll, they'll get on board easier. It gets more difficult when they're um, teenagers and then they want to become independent when they're young adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might not share you know, your say, the same uh, idea of what you want to do. But uh, yeah, definitely research it together, make it fun, and let them get involved in the planning of it. That, w- that will help. Yeah. Do you guys have any advice you would give maybe um, parents who are thinking about it? Probably um, do what you do, enjoy it, and live your life. That's good advice. And one thing, the journey isn't from point A to point B. It's the journey between point A to point B. Oh, that's a good saying. Thank you so much for answering all my questions and um, helping other families really understand what they might be getting into. And it was lovely meeting you guys. Finally. Yeah, it's great to meet yeah. you guys. And um, I'm sad we're leaving in a couple of days. So uh, We'll see. We're, we're working on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so if uh, anybody has any questions um, about this episode or other topics you'd like to cover, make sure to send us an email on sailingowen at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now.